0: Hello, welcome to the Twinning Mommy Chronicles. You are now listening to the Twinning Mommy Chronicles. This is your host, Deirdre Brown. But please call me Dee because here I consider us family. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. This episode is very interesting and very reflective because I am literally going to be sharing a story directly. From the 20 Mommy Chronicles, from the experience of being a wife of eight years to one amazing man, Mr. Stephen Brown, and being the mother to two exceptional, charismatic, funny, loving, beautiful little brown girls. Lots of people call their kids their pride and joy, but I literally, we named them promise and joy. So they are our promise and our joy. So this, yes, this episode is specifically about them. And so I am just going to tell you a little bit about what happened on Sunday. And I am going to share with you my thoughts and reflections on what happened. My intent is that this story makes you laugh a little bit makes you think a little bit about your own processes in life and certainly gives you a little bit of encouragement whether it's from the standpoint of getting the lesson that our daughter learned or just from the standpoint of realizing that in parenting there is so much pressure put on parents to raise these little people But in fact, (laughs) we are being grown up alongside them in a lot of ways. And I don't mean that as in maybe you weren't already mature and had direction for your life before being a parent, but definitely a lot of those things are shifted and challenged by raising children because it really puts into perspective some of the lessons that we are truly getting side by side with our children as we are all being parented by God, and as we are all becoming a a result, a um, beautiful creation of what we've been put in the midst of. So going back to Sunday, 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 Sunday was a wonderful day. And I'm not saying that just because it was the Sunday before Labor Day, which made it a super long weekend. Although I say that acknowledging the fact that we all needed that weekend. We needed to be able to rest. We needed to be able to enjoy and just not think about um, pandemic life or homeschooling or any of those things for a little while. Just escape, even if just in our minds to the beach, but escape in some way. So on Sundays, even though most of the time we watch our service and we watch it from the comfort of our living room on our smart TV by way of YouTube. Shout out to Evangel Fellowship here in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, So even though we normally do that, we still like to reverence Sunday by getting up, having a really nice breakfast together, getting dressed, doing our hair, Stephen brushes his beard and um, touches it up with the clippers, like all of that happens as if we were leaving the house. But fortunately enough, it was Harvest Fest on Sunday. So we actually had the opportunity to go to church, which it has been forever since we have been together as a family in the house of God. And i I use that term loosely because we weren't physically in the house of God, but we were in the parking lot. We were in the parking lot of the house of God, which still counts because the saints were there and we had an amazing time. Like it was an amazing service. Oh my goodness. Like, okay, I am, I can't say I'm a music head because I don't really know like what's going on with the music most of the time. I just know what I like and what I enjoy. And what I truly, truly, truly enjoy is unprompted, unscripted worship for Jesus. Like that's what I love the most. And I love when you can tell that the band is just going crazy, like doing what they want to do for God and the praise team and the leaders and all that follow with it. It's amazing. So that's literally what happened. Like it was a harvest fest because our um, home church, which we have like two churches in one, but (laughs) our home church combined praise team was up there, like giving all the glory to God. And we had um, a special guest, Kalante Gavin, which I don't know if you know the song, This Is No Ordinary Worship. Wait, 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 wait. I just did what all people do. Oh my gosh. Like we take, the first sentence of a song and we make it the title. It is not called This Is No Ordinary Worship. No, that's all of that is not the title. I, I do believe that the correct title of the name by of of the song by Kalante Gavid is Ordinary Worship. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I just did that. But anyway, so yes, the name of the song is Ordinary Worship. It's the only song that I know that he has performed um, although I know that he is well known and well respected but what I love about the song is the song essentially talks about the fact that we're not going to do everything status quo and he didn't like I think that everything that he did on Sunday was literally like on the spot worship but it was so beautiful and so wonderful we were so blessed by it Stephen and I were talking about it after the fact. We felt full, like we had heard a sermon, but we were like, "Pastor didn't preach. Like, why do we feel like we got like word?" But that's what happens. That's what happens when the Holy Spirit moves. And even through his psalmists and his minstrels, like you can, you can get all the deliverance that you need, like just in the presence of pure worship. I believe that. So, um. It was an amazing service, but the weather also was perfect. Like in the sun, it was hot, but once you got a little bit of shade, like when you got under a tree or we were sitting in the back catch of our truck, I mean, it was perfect. Like it was perfect and they fed us well. There was popcorn and slushies and fish and hot dogs. I mean, all that stuff. So it was a beautiful time of being able to like fellowship amongst one another Even though we still had to socially distance, even though we still had on masks, all of that stuff, but it was still such a beautiful time. And I really feel like God was blessed. And so after enjoying this wonderful service, the girls wanted to stay outside a little bit longer. So we came in, uh, like we came home and came in, changed our clothes and then went out to the parking lot where Steven works. And... We all rode our bikes. Mommy, daddy, joy, and promise, we rode our bikes. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Literally, we were out there like two and a half hours. It would have been three or four hours, except for the fact that by the time of coming in and going back out, um, you know, within that time, it got dark. So that's the only reason why we came in when we did. If it weren't for that, I mean, Yeah, we probably would have just stayed out there forever. So beautiful time had. What happened was while we were riding our bikes, my sweet little promise. She's so funny. Like she's so they both of the girls are so true to form, like who they are in like one aspect of who they are is who they are in every aspect, which I really respect because there are adults that don't have consistency like that. But for them, I just pray that God helps me to keep them clear on, you know, their core values and and who they are in all of their self-awareness glory. Like, I love it. I love how consistent they are. So Promise, in riding her bike, she has been riding like a pro since the first time that we've ever been out to ride bikes, which had to have been a year ago because their bikes were actually Christmas gifts from one of their aunties and so um, yeah she's been riding like a pro forever and it's because she's very much about figuring out how to do it right the first time and keep doing that and keep doing it and building it until it's perfect like that's what she does she is the kid that I could see when her brain was moving and she was getting ready to get up and take those first steps because I saw her putting the pieces together and then finally saying in herself, I can do this and got up and did it. Um, Joy is a little different. Joy, listen, okay, so I appreciate them both for who they are. Like, I I appreciate Promise for committing to trying to put the work in to do things well and do it well the first time. The thing that I'm trying to parent and shepherd well and pray over is the fact that I don't want her to feel like because some things come naturally and some things come easily that she's doing it ever in her own strength because we all know that it's only (laughs) with God's help that we are able to accomplish anything. So I want to keep that balance for her. That's the constant conversation that I'm having with God and constantly trying to be sure that she gets. That I'm not better than anyone because things come so naturally to me. It's only because God graces me and gives me the ability to put these things together that come together in such an effortless looking way. But God still gets the glory. Yeah. So, yes. So that's the thing about promise. The thing about joy, which I love, is that she, she marches to the beat of her very own drum. And the only one who hears that drum is her and Jesus. That's it. Um, there is no, there's no way of giving her method for how to go through things in the world or approach a new skill in the world because she has to figure it out all hands on all like feet arms everything in like she just has to go for it and figure it out like once she's in the midst of it so what I love about that is that it takes like true courage it takes true courage and bravery to go through life like that and what I also love about that is that it takes more faith. It takes more faith to live that way, where you're just like, you know, I want to ride a bike and I know that you're telling me that this is the way that I should do it, but I think I should try it a different way. Like what happens if I just turn the handles around and still try to push it? Like, even though the handles are backwards and the wheel is backwards too, like she's literally done that guys. She's literally done that. So, um, (laughs) so I I love just how courageously and bravely she embarks into the unknown where no one has ever gone before and literally will just figure things out within the process. So what really impressed her father and I is the fact that by the time we got done with all of this biking on Sunday. She was biking like a professional, just like her sister, although it took her much more effort and time to get to that point. But also what happened on Sunday is she took a nasty fall. She fell and the bike came tumbling down on top of her and she cried. It scared her. She scraped her leg. But what she did is she got back up, you know, to tackle it again. This time she did it with some wise words of wisdom from her wonderful father and he told her. He said, uh, you know, if that looks like it's ever going to happen again, you know, push the bike down to the ground and you stay, you know, stay grounded. And so that's what she did. Like I watched her several more times like trying to do exactly the same thing, which was she was going straight and then out of nowhere decided that she wanted to turn and they still have training wheels on that back wheel. So one of the training wheels like stopped uh, making contact with the concrete, therefore causing all of the weight her included on the bike to go tumbling to the ground. So the next time that it did that, she did exactly what her dad told her where I saw her literally push the bike handles away from her and keep herself up on the ground. like standing up on the ground, um, like where the bike would have been in between her legs. So she had the biggest smile. Like she was so excited that (laughs) the bike went down, but she didn't go tumbling down, you know, under and on it. And so I watched her several times, like where she did it again and again and again, until finally by the time that we came in, like I said, she was biking like a professional just like her sister which was so notable so amazing so there's a few things there i'm there's a few things that stand out to me about this scenario that really blessed me and in talking to my husband it also blessed him so um the first thing is the first thing is is that it doesn't matter like Whether you are a natural born leader or if it's something that you learn throughout life, God has a way of leveling the playing field because between joy and promise, by the time of looking at us all biking as a family at the end of the day on Sunday, you wouldn't have known which kid was the one that came out there already knowing what to do and which one had taken all of the bumps and bruises to get to that point. And I love that about God. I love the fact that he has a way of leveling the playing field between all of us as we are trying to accomplish things. And because his goal in all of us is so unique and so special, just like our fingerprints and just like, um, the skills and the abilities that he puts on the inside of us, that the success is never like something that you can measure apples to apples. It's always going to be apples to oranges, to pineapples, to mangoes, to pears, because it's all about God getting glory out of our lives with what we're doing, where we are. But if we must measure success, if we must measure it, that's what grace does for all of us. It covers us where we all (laughs) look like we're good as new when some of us have taken more bumps and bruises than others. So then the second thing that this experience on Sunday taught me and really my husband, listen, (laughs) he, he is so funny. Like I, I call him my backyard preacher because he is like, he has so much on the inside of him that could really be developed into, you know, several sermon series, but he would never preach that in front of people because he just doesn't do that. We have conversation that blesses my soul that I run around the house about, but like if I brought it up in front of somebody, like he, <laughs> he would make it like the analogy that he gave was, you know, like him just talking about like a you know, a bologna and cheese sandwich or something like he'll completely downplay it. But this point he said to me and has just been stewing in my spirit ever since Sunday. So the second thing is, is the fact that (laughs) the father will allow us to lose balance or be taken off of our track by things that happen around us, because there were times that joy lost her balance, not because she was trying to do that same little turn (laughs) where it was kind of like, you know, she wasn't prepared to be on two wheels and was on two wheels, but you know, here comes promise out of nowhere, you know, um, and she didn't realize that promise was going to turn and get into, you know, her path, different things coming at her, but Even with those things coming, like she never backed down. She allowed for the process to just happen so that she could learn from it. And I think that that is something that we do so much as believers is we run away from the hard, difficult stuff. And so when I see my toddler run to the hard, difficult stuff, it really makes me re-examine. The way that I look at challenges because the Bible talks so much about, you know, in James, it talks about counting it all joy. Like when you fall into trials, Um, it talks about, you know, uh, delighting in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Like at some point there has to be a surrender to the will in order to get the desires of your heart, which is constantly changed by... (laughs) running into the issues of life and not running from them so it was amazing it was amazing to see her like still trying to do stuff that she knew she failed doing before um, or for somebody to be coming in her direction and her not swerve out of the way to just kind of prepare herself for the hit and it really makes me not only as a believer, but even as a mom, like think about the fearlessness that God really wants to see me approach situations with, rather than trying to do what's comfortable or what I know I can do or not testing my limits or testing his ability to override what I've seen him do before. So then the third thing that really speaks to me is the fact that when her father gave her instruction when he told her how to fall she held on to it with everything within her and that is what stabilized her when she saw promise coming from an opposite direction smack dab into her bicycle she didn't flinch because she remembered what god had trained her on Well, not God, what her father had told her, but for us, you know, in, in our lives, it's what God has trained us on. It's what God has told us. Listen, that is so good. That is so good. Like the instruction didn't change. It remains constant, even though the difficulty showed up in a different form it looked different it came from a different direction sometimes it came from her like misstepping and trying to turn too fast which caused you know the bike to go up on two wheels rather than her having use of all four but even still like it didn't matter whose fault it was it didn't matter how it happened she remembered What her daddy told her and we have to remember what our Heavenly Father what our daddy told us so you know I like to close out our time with a reflective question that reflective question after what I just shared with you in 20 minutes of my experience just watching my four-year-old learn how to ride a bike that question is what challenge do you need to run towards rather than running away from what test do you need to run towards rather than running away from it wasn't the devil that caused my baby to fall on her bike it was part of the lesson that she needed in order to progress, in order to graduate to the next level of being able to bike proficiently? What challenge are you avoiding that you need to run towards and allow to teach you? And this may sound like I'm just putting it all on you to figure out, but it's for me too because I shared candidly in the last episode about my devastation of applying twice to become a virtual health coach because I'm passionate about doing things differently. And that has shown up in my life in giving me a better quality of life. And I just want to reproduce that for others. So now I'm asking myself, like, you know, do I put myself out there again, you know, to apply again? Like, what do I do? Like, what am I supposed to be learning in this? So I say that because as I told you in the first episode, I don't want this to just be about, um, me sharing my fun little stories and asking my little questions, but it's about building community. It's about us building a community of supporting one another so yes i want you to answer my question i want you to answer it on instagram look me up um mrs d-e-i brownie or on facebook deirdre brown d-e-i-r-d-r-e and the last name brown just like the color like i want you to look me up and i want you to tell me like, what? what is it? Like, what challenge are we running towards? Because I want to pray with you and agree with you that the Lord is going to show up and meet you just like he met my four-year-old. It's incredible that a bike riding lesson turned into something that, no, it doesn't answer all of the mysteries of life because only God can do that. You know, only Jesus can do that. But it certainly changes and shifts my perspective on what I consider disappointments, on what I consider failure, on what I consider a challenge. Because if it can be used to bring God glory, and if it's being used to make me better, then it's necessary, right? Like it had to happen the way it did. So tell me, tell me what your challenges are. I've already told you what mine is. I'm trying to figure out like literally what to do with my life Um, because I love being a wife and a mom, but I know that there is something else that I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm hoping that this podcast is a piece of that, even if it's just providing encouragement and a sounding board for all of us to come together and put our heads together and Become stronger and become better as a result. So, I would like to thank you so very much for tuning in for episode two of the Twinning Mommy Chronicles. I am looking forward to hearing from you all what challenges you are running towards. And of course, I've got to put a shameless plug in here because. I don't really know how to do sponsorships or any of that kind of stuff so those of you that are experienced podcasters please by all means let me know how that stuff works because i'm open to trying new products and new brands and all that kind of stuff and then telling people like when i find things that i really really love that um benefit me my husband even and my children um but I know of someone who has shown herself to be of good character um, just because we've been friends for forever. And everything that she puts her hand to, she does it um, carefully and with lots of thought. And so that person that I am highlighting in this episode is Ashante Brooks. She is a fantastic educator here in North Carolina in Greensboro but in addition to that she has launched two businesses and I really want you to support my friend because I can speak personally to the fact that she takes customer service very seriously and she produces good products. So the first business that she has is Teach, Craft, Slay. Okay So when you go and look it up on Instagram, look it up this way. Teach, period, craft, period, slay, period. And you will find that she makes all types of personalized gifts. I sought her out. She was my first call when I needed a shirt for my husband on Father's Day of this year. This shirt has become one of his favorite shirts. The shirt itself it wears well. It's a white shirt that is still white even after being washed multiple times and it has black print on it which is still shiny and, and and black, which is amazing because it is not wearing um the way that we anticipated. You know, just not saying anything about the quality of her product, but just, you know, how shirts do. And so we have been Very, very pleased with that shirt. It's become one of my husband's favorites, so he wears it a lot. Um, And still, with him washing it, with washing it several times, it is still looking brand new. So please go and support. She makes t-shirts. She makes cups. She makes personalized baby gear. I mean, just anything you can possibly think of, message her first and check with her and see if she can do it. Um, the second business that she has is a business called Color Street, which I've heard of before, but never had a desire to try out. But oh boy, am I glad that she told me about Color Street. When I tell you, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I've been to the salon to get my nails done because I am doing everything I can to be sure that we are staying safe during these times. So the salon is just not an option for me. Like even with all the precautions, I'm so glad to hear that your nail technician is <laughs> taking precautions, but I, I am not about that life at all right now. Um, and Color Street has saved my nails. Literally, I can get a custom manicure within minutes. Literally, minutes and it is amazing Um, lots of wild colors and designs lots of conservative things that you can wear to work if you're still going into a professional environment but the thing that i love is that it comes with 16 nail strips which are all different sizes and you take it and pretty much just match it up you know with your nail bed and your nail to find the piece that fits you the best and it's literally already hardened nail polish that you just apply. You don't need tools to do it and it lasts for like two weeks. Crazy it lasts for two weeks. So you look like you've been to the nail salon although you have not. So please go and look up Teach Craft Slay and you can reach out to her there for all of your product needs as far as personalized gifts. But I would also go as far as to say you can also reach out to her there to find out about Color Street and be added to her exclusive member group so that you can see what's new and what's the latest as far as designs for the fall, colors for the fall, all of that. And it's super affordable, super, super, super affordable. It costs less than probably what you were paying to to get a manicure done in the salon so I don't know if salons are going to be happy with me for telling you that but I have to because I love Ashante Um, so that's my plug go and check those businesses out be sure to message me and let me know what challenge you are now going to turn around and run into and learn how to fall the proper way and get back up and nail it next time and I will look forward to touching base with you all on the next episode. Thank you again for listening.